Welcome to the podcast we call Soul Chaser, featuring stories from the book by the same name, Soul Chaser. This is Jordan Rich, and by my side is author Lauren Decker. We want to spend time with you today at soul level, awakening our spirits to the simple and beautiful idea that God is love and love is everywhere. I saw this once before, a picture in my mind, colors in the air. Sunlight on a field, lovers in a dance, love is everywhere. Mm, love is everywhere. And now, today's installment of Soul Chaser. Hello again, everyone. I'm Jim Deering with another of Lauren Paul Decker's stories here on Soul Chaser, the podcast. Stories with a purpose. Here's a Bible verse for today, from Proverbs chapter 23, verse 7. For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. In 1986, my pastor friend reneged on a promise to God, and he thought he caused the Boston Red Sox to lose the World Series. Today's story is called Cause and Effect. We tend to blame ourselves for things which are truly beyond the range of our influence. It's fairly easy to find a supposed cause and effect for nearly every life situation. In our minds, we pick up the blame for our parents' broken relationship, a lost job opportunity, or an accident that caused us pain. Truth be told, it isn't always our fault. In fact, we usually have no contribution to the mix that is the way of the world. Our inner musings fall far short of any true historical influence or effect. However, I once had a pastor friend who was fairly certain he caused the Boston Red Sox to lose the 1986 World Series to the New York Mets. Now, in order to understand his perspective, you need to understand Sox fans. In 1986, it had been many years since the beloved Boston Nine had flown a championship banner over Fenway Park in Boston. We were accustomed to losing, but never had we managed to lose in such a spectacular fashion as we did in 1986. It was classic. You may know the story, how a little grounder up the first baseline got under Bill Buckner's mitt, and the surefire easy out became a scoring run and a game-winning error. The game was lost, and the series soon followed as the Boston faithful watched defeat being snatched from the jaws of victory. The Mets were world champions. While in Boston, we lamented our rotten luck and wondered if we were somehow cursed. That kind of mindset can be catchy, and it certainly was embraced by my preacher friend. He blamed himself, and here's why. He was a devout man. He was earnest about evangelism and discipleship. His lifestyle was blameless except for one downfall. He was a television junkie. A real TV-aholic. 
He was addicted to the television, and he knew it. He would try and limit his time in front of the idiot box, as he called it. He would fall back into that bad habit with such ease that he finally decided to rid himself of the source of his problem. He packed up his television and stowed it away in the hall closet. Out of sight, out of mind. He considered. It seemed to work well. I promised God that I would leave that TV in the closet and spend my time in a more productive manner. He vowed. He did just that. Hours that were formerly spent in the Beverly Hillbillies, you of course remember them, were now invested in sermon preparation and hospital visits. Then came game six. He was lying in bed listening on his transistor radio to what was shaping up to be a Red Sox World Championship. With one inning to go and holding on to a narrow lead, the pastor couldn't take the excitement. I've got to see this, he stated. God will understand if I watch this final inning. It may never happen again in my lifetime. He bounded out of bed, ran to the hall closet where he pulled out his Sylvania portable television. Uh, you remember them too, right? And he plugged it in and sat down to witness the glorious moment. Instead, the game immediately began to unravel. And when the ball rolled into right field after passing under Buckner's mitt, and Ray Knight scampered home with the winning run for New York, he stood up and exclaimed, This is my fault! I broke a promise to the Lord, and look, I turned a win into a tragic defeat. Well, years later when he told me this tale, he still registered shock over the amazing turnaround that coincided with his ill-timed television viewing. Not a coincidence, he would lament. All my fault. Now, of course, we don't really think that a broken promise made to the Almighty will affect the outcome of a World Series game. It does offer pause for thought, however, now that it is decades after the fact. The lesson learned is a simple one, yet it is one we often forget. The outside world is not under the control of our thoughts and feelings. It's under the control of a sovereign God who loves us and is executing his master plan deliberately and precisely. We are not the center of this universe. He is the center of ours. The understanding of God that my preacher friend took away from the Game 6 disaster was a life lesson that we can share. It's this. Keep your promises. The World Series may not hinge on it, but those around you, in your own world of influence, do. By putting away the television, this man became a better pastor, a better dad, and a better friend to those in need. So ask your Heavenly Father to help you with self-control. It is possible to keep our attitudes pleasing to Him. So ask Him to know the difference between vital things and Play things.
This has been Soul Chaser. We hope this program has caused you to consider the vastness of God's love for you. Nothing is going to change that reality, but love can certainly change you. Remember, love is everywhere, and God is love. For more stories with a purpose, pick up a copy of Soul Chaser, Devotions to Anchor the Soul, available on our website, soulchaserbook.com, or find it at amazon.com. This is Jordan Rich for Lauren Decker and Soul Chaser. See you next time.